Hello, Changelings. It's uh, James Lockhart here, and I uh, hope you're enjoying the Danger Club podcast. You better be. You've been listening for a lot of episodes. Uh, so if you want to get on in and support it and get some extra content, then uh, head over to our Patreon. And of course, follow us on Twitter. And uh, we've even got an Instagram account. We've got wherever good podcasts are. You know where to find us. Get on board. See you soon and stay dangerous. Previously on the Danger Club podcast. You were saying that the best of food is in people's houses. Can we come in and eat with you? Curses, curses. Custom requires that I accept. Felicia, just to be totally sure, you do not want to have sex with me and Chicago, no? What the ju- What are you doing? Uh, jam, jam. Get in the bag! Get in the bag! Wrong. <laughs> and I kick the bag as hard as I can into the river. If you are the only friends that I have, you are the worst friends. Get out. I wish you all the happiness in the world, Father. Goodbye forever. The adventure continues. So uh, unbeknownst to Dangerlings, uh, just for this call, we all signed off our various uh, microphones recording. And uh, drums was, what was it? Purple what? Blue Finger uh, oh, was, standing uh, by. Blue, yeah, Blue Purple Finger standing by. Blue Purple that, Finger. Yeah, was, was that, would that be your I, Star Wars I, I handle? Would in. you be zooming in to attack the Death Star? And it'd be like, gold leader standing by. <laughs> purple Blue Finger on purple your blue tail. Finger. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going down into the rut or whatever it is. <laughs> Into the <laughs> rut! Into the rut! I'm ready. I'm ready to start my rut run. I'm going to give the empire the finger. Go. I'm stuck in a rut. I'm stuck in a rut. Oh no! What am I going to do? Pull out, purple blue finger. You can't do any good back there. <laughs> I come from behind. That's the one. That's the one. Oh, fingers ahoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Danger Club podcast. Oh. I thought, Colin, we were all doing a, a finger thing. I thought you were going to sign yourself off as Friendly Claw 1. Ah, oh, that could have been good. Friendly that would have been good. Oh, I'm feeling yeah. melancholy because this, this is the last uh, record of our batch of records for today. So it would normally be when we would be going to the pub together afterwards to have a beer and uh, and celebrate the end of the, uh, a successful day of recording. But of course, we're not and doing a, that. Uh, we And a big chunky burger. We'd get a burger, wouldn't we, Dan? Oh, get a massive burger or a burger or and a pizza like me and Scott did last time. Yeah, 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 yeah lads. Yeah, yeah. 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 We got a burger and a pizza and a beer, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I'm trying. Yeah, to, I'm good. trying to keep it alive by having a beer right now. There we go. It's on screen. I've got a ginger beer. Go. So mm, nice. There we go. Well, and and there's ginger. So it's a full yeah. circle. There. Thank, there thank you, Colin, for trying to respect my no drinking whilst recording rule. Thank you, Colin. I appreciate that of you. When Colin. did that rule come in? I've not heard of that rule. I tattooed that rule across your foreheads. <laughs> but you I were don't drunk. Remember. You were drunk, Drummond. <laughs> I didn't remember. It came off on your pillow. Drunk. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure uh, we well, were all were feeling a bit drunk when we had uh, drums nog. Um, yeah, that was yeah, that was drums revenge on me. He forced <laughs> yeah. me to get drunk off two shots of his nog, and then I was <laughs> I was I was a fool. I was a fool. I had to cut like an hour off that episode. It was like <laughs> really, yeah, oh, man. Loads of stuff we said. I'm only joking. What did we say? I'm not even. You can't interested. say it now. You can't say no, it now. No. We tattooed uh, it on your forehead, drum. We tattooed everything <laughs> yeah. on your forehead. Where's yeah, it yeah. Tattoos don't last on me, man. They rub off. Like I'm immune to tattoos, so you're like That's you're it. like 
my favorite bit of that was like because we all got i i thought we'd gotten through it without it being too obvious really and then all of the dangerlings on discord were just like can we have more drunk records from you guys we're like (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. guess we didn't Uh quite style that one out like i thought i i was a big fan of when drum just got really angry about making sure he your that your initiative was read out at exactly the right moment and i was like okay well i'm just gonna sort this one out you're like no no I got this <laughs> uh, yeah I don't remember and I haven't listened to it I'm a bad person <laughs> sorry but we'll, we'll get, get the, get the, we'll get the as tattoo as you book. know we're not actually recording a podcast you, we just turn up on these zoom calls and we have a nice time with <laughs> yeah. you they go out into the ether and then that, that's it you know yeah that's uh, pretty much <laughs> <laughs> who knows so what was, happens um, we're just playing a game right <laughs> Valentine's Day yesterday um, oh, what's ah. it? Oh, you mean in the real world? The, yeah, the you real got me. World, you like, got me with your yeah. time shifting there. Thanks, uh, Scott <laughs> Pakula. Um, <laughs> yes, Valentine's Day. Yay! Is it fisting February now? Yeah, that's yeah, what Valentine's we're, we're, Day is all about. Yeah, fisting yeah. February. Yeah. Yep. Fisting February. Fisty February. Wow. So, oh yeah. Glad we brought that up. Again. Hang on. Hang on. My birthday's <laughs> in February. Is this actually going to be a tradition? Because I'm not sure I'm totally down with it. Yeah. It, yeah. It's replaced the bumps now, James. <laughs> oh. yeah. How old are you? Two. I'm two. Actually, I'm, I'm one. I mean, no. The bumps are part of it. You get the bumps onto the fist. That's how it works, man. Oh my! God. You've got to wear knuckle dusters. <laughs> Jesus, Drummond. <laughs> unstoppable. The thing that I like about you know dice. Um, uh, is that you know something else? <laughs> anyway, about about these dice that you know we'll get soon. Um, also, uh, isn't it great? I I we I, I sort of I did I did a different song uh, leaving that the last episode it was the Verve. I didn't hear. I didn't hear that. What did you do? Like Nobody heard it. In a bag. <laughs> Waiting to drown. <laughs> Max is going down. <laughs> oh, oh, great verve song, fitting end for Mim- for Mix Max. I think. Uh, I think he- oh, yeah. Also, does it mean that if you have to craft your alchemical familiar again, like does the other one die, or do you have to wait until that one dies before you can craft another one? Because he's at the he's just floating along in a river, like. Um, he won't be able to craft a new one until that one's dead, right? Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It's like that thing when you know when the superheroes like have got a villain that's too powerful and them to destroy, so they just send it off for like an avoid prison cell. It's just always there. It's never dead. So, yeah. are you saying a river in a dirty bag is our version of the Phantom Zone? Yeah. Yeah. It's what you I, did to all of the enemies in Episode One Hundred. Like river yeah. is a repeatable solution. Oh for yeah, you guys. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, we should like Caragor should worship a river goddess, really. Um, <laughs> the uh, I'm b- by the way, because you know, I didn't kill him. Technically speaking, he's he could be alive, could be dead. I am more than happy for for Mix Max to turn up as a repeating villain of this campaign. I'm just putting that out there now. <laughs> if he turned up again, knowing what we did with a moustache this time or whatever, I'd be like, yes. No, 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 no. Knowing what you did. Oh yeah, fine. Sure. Caragor he's just my this one. Yeah, absolutely. Even better. Uh, Shania was in on it. We had a bet, right? That was uh... yeah. But I did the attempted murder. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like um, uh, what is it? Stewie and the evil monkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just he sees it. <laughs> He's gonna be your Moriarty. 
tiny, a tiny fit, Moriarty. He's going to get a little top hat. Na- <laughs> naked Moriarty. <laughs> the Napoleon of naked crime. <laughs> um, so, the... Um, I always felt like Napoleon was the Napoleon of crime. Like if you were, if you were Europe, then very much, like that's yeah. one thing. But let's not let's not do this. Is our second Napoleon reference on this. Let's not do this. We'll get more pictures of Napoleon sent to us. That was a thing that happened. Beelzebub. Oh yeah, thanks, Stu. That was great. I like that. Um, sorry, we sorry we stabbed up your name and NPC a little while ago. Um, I'm sure you don't mind. Bloke had it coming. Right. Um, also, Beelzebub. Little moment with Beelzebub's father there. Beelzebub steps out on his own. Yeah, yeah that was nice. Yeah, he's learning things, uh, being with the gang, um, being with the Danger Club, um, learning to stand up to people. While becoming quite also an integ- being kind of bullied as well. <laughs> uh, becoming quite an integral part of the storyline. I mean, which character are you going to choose, or are you going to stick with two? That's the you know that's the story we want to. But that's that's yeah. the answer we want, Ross. Yeah, that's yeah. why he did that bit. That's why Ross went and did that bit. He was like, "Yeah, now I've got an emotive backstory. I've now Isn't now it? had an emotional scene with my father. Now you guys can't get rid of one of my characters because the other <laughs> yeah, one yeah. had an emotive scene with a brother a while back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's these emotive scenes. They're, they're, they're like reality TV shows. You know what I mean? Where people do singing and shit. I don't know what they're called, but like you know, you always get an emotive scene for the ones that you're supposed to be rooting for, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's nice how they tell you what to think in that in that sort of respect. So you know, you know. Yeah. So we've all got it in order to ensure our survival and ongoing interest in the club. We should all now quickly go and visit a family member or something. Yeah. In order to- <laughs> I already have it noted down for episode 200. It's a, it's a revenge story of Beelzebub coming after Karagor and Shania for nailing his mum. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Same joke, Chronicles. still works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There was just a, a weird sort of a weird sort of thing that started with Mixmax being creepy to Beelzebub's mum to everyone just taking it to mean Beelzebub's mum is inherently desirable to then everyone hitting on Beelzebub's mum <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Be- yeah Beelzebub your mum's a bit of a babe oh. <laughs> but before any of you can uh, get your hands on Beelzebub's mum um <laughs> You have to uh, address. Yells here, Bub's mom has got it going on. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you have to address um, the thing that you came to next to do because you now know the location of the Scrivenbarer. You have rested. You have prepared your spells. You have readied yourself, and you have sat. Okay, out. Which I've not prepared my spells. Shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How's that? I probably shouldn't have stood that. That's well, that's- Internal monologue. Sorry. Jot them down on the back of that no drinking rule, and uh, we'll, yeah, we'll thanks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's written on the back of the beer mat. <laughs> oh, wonderful! Um, so yes, you're going to set off to the Scrivenbar to try and find out some information. You are finally going to set foot in the Demon Library, and I, Here you know, go. you've. How are we feeling about how we're going to go into this? Because you've had. You've had a few warnings. Like, you've had a lot of the people who you've met who've known what it is have warned you against going there. Uh, and yet you're, you're still heading there. How bad do we think it's going to be? Pretty bad. Pretty bad. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's going to be character-changingly bad. That's what I think. Um, but we have no choice. We have to do it. We probably could do with being level six, really, couldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's going to be the price. Yeah, yeah, Bubba's going to level up, but then we won't know. So we'll think we're just level five because we'll forget having leveled. So we'll all be level six, but we won't know it. Yeah, we've already yeah, been yeah. to the Scrivenborough and leveled up, and they took yeah. it from you. <laughs> yeah, just the DCP does they memento. take away the knowledge that you went there, so you have to just keep going back every day. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that is some, some with Bill Murray. Yeah, um, there's, that's really reminiscent of. Um, I'm playing a one shot of a, a game of Spire soon, which is an amazing system written by Grant Howe and others. Um, we're playing we're playing this class in it called Vermissian Sage, and also the Lexicutioners. And one of their high power abilities is that they can remove a word or phrase from the player's character sheet or from the copy of the rulebook itself. You can do that once in your entire career as a player and you have to pick which word or phrase it is. And the potential wow. ramifications of that are horrifying. Oh, <laughs> Feels wow. a bit like that with the Scrivenborough. Can, can you just remove the first sentence of the what is a role-playing game section that every book has at the beginning of it and just <laughs> turn it into a LARP? <laughs> yeah. Oh, tremendous. Yeah, I mean, I want you to be... I'm not going to give away what you're going to find in the Scrivenborough because we're about to delve into it and we're about to find it but you know you have been given many warnings here and I, I want you to know that you are going into a demon library uh, and demon library demons demons have prices and demons have uh, desires and demons have things that they want and they are serious about them uh, and so I, I want you to be aware that uh, if you agree to things in this that they could have far reaching ramifications so be aware whimsical danger club um, of some of the things that may be placed in front of you that they may have real consequences not just for you but for others and may change fundamentally the way this party acts is it uh, I could probably ask this out of character because I'm not sure we'd all know this in character but sometimes I get confused with TTRPG lore mm -hmm. uh, are demons representative of chaotic evil and devils representative of lawful evil much as the same it is in, in like d, d they are yes so it's odd I suppose that demons would have a give and take system centred around a library of all things that mm -hmm. seems very much like a devil thing to do rather than a demon thing to do but perhaps I don't know Pathfinder demons that well. Mm, demons like bargains and demons like... Because demons... Demons seek to corrupt mortal souls. Demons are, are born... And, you know, Velda knows enough that he would be able to fill you in on this. He's got enough occultism without rolling to sort of know the basics of, uh, of demons. Uh, demons are much younger than devils. Um, the demons exploded... Um, later hell was already a thing it already has a system where it, it gets certain souls and things um, demons are born purely from mortal sin the abyss was populated by demons uh, when mortals started existing and started sinning um, and sinful mortal souls eventually end up in the abyss and form new demons uh, and so demon lords are often interested in corrupting mortal souls they're not necessarily interested in like possessing them in the way that uh, the devils are that maybe like i get your soul later for the eternal game of chess that uh, we're providing but they 
They are creatures of pure chaos, and if there is a an opportunity to inject chaos into the world, and there is nothing as there's nothing so satisfying as that than a mortal doing so willingly uh, and taking that apart, taking that on. So they seek to spread that kind of that violence and that corruption um, in a, a much perhaps a less subtle and orchestrated but a, a no less sinister way and we're literally well, I, just trying to find out what the shard is about yeah aren't we? yeah yeah well i i feel much better after all that exposition uh <laughs> definitely yeah 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 thanks for telling us Velder. that was great well there we are you see i think uh, we should know at least as much as we're able to before going in here but um yes the ramifications could be very severe do you reckon there could be like a couple of like nice demons though that no. are like quite chill no you know? No, not really. It's fundamentally opposed to what demons are. Yeah, I think you're right, Velda. Could you, in theory, um, if you ever persuaded or tricked a demon into being nice, would it pop out of existence? Um, I don't know. If you want to go toe-to-toe with the Battle of Wits with a demon, then, uh, you know, maybe we could find out now. Are you well, planning I mean, on tricking it? No, I couldn't. I, pro- I mean, I've got a certain cunning to me, Velda, but yeah, I reckon you could. You're pretty smart about that kind of stuff. I reckon if anyone could trick a demon out of a lot of us, it'd be you. Well, not really, you see, because I'm not very good at lying and, um, uh, what's the word, uh, sort of d- deceit, things like that. Uh, deceiving. Not very, good at, not very good at taking a compliment either, mate. Come on, you've got to get better oh. at that. Oh, I see. Right, sorry, <laughs> I, I, I did, didn't really understand it as a compliment. Uh, thank you, yes. Uh, I would, right. you know, um, but you know what I mean? It, it, it would take, because they're sort of, they're shifty, uh, sort of, um, you know, uh, bargaining um, creatures, and, uh, and I, I've never been very good at that. I mean, you saw my, my fortune-telling stand. I barely made any money, um, because... Uh, you know, often people said it was rubbish and I wouldn't make them pay. Because, you know, even though it was, I was actually quite good. Yes. Mm. I'm quite nervous. Not going to yeah. lie. I'm quite well, scared. Do you know what? Someone said that the gods or whatever, or your fate, your destiny, gives you power to control that which you can change and to allow to happen that which you can't change are you are you making this up no i'm just trying to be i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm just trying to be you know philosophical we can't do anything there's nothing we can prepare for do you know what no. i mean we can't change whatever's gonna happen in there happens in there we can't prep for it now there's no sense in worrying about it well, and getting yourself all bothered because it's gonna hey, happen whether if, we like it or if, not well, well and uh, if you can then we can smash it with my axe don't think you can smash a secret with that not, not sure we can smash a secret no. with the axe um, but there is although that does imply a sense of um, fate and destiny and defeatism uh, I would urge you all not to accept purely what is put in front of you to think about things and, and it is not necessarily written and done before it is done so what um, sort of things are they going to put in front of us though who knows who knows it'll be tailored to us so, um, and probably something that we won't even fathom until uh, until it is presented. It's designed, you see, to take you, um, uh, what's the word, uh, uh, take you aback, um, uh, put you wrong-footed, uh, to confuse and surprise you. Like, for instance, Bubba, um, let's say you, you could have what you wanted out of life, but every time you said the word Wednesday, uh, a little imp ran up to you and stabbed you in the shin. Or it, it could. I, th- I, th- I thought it was like, oh, they take the memory of like Jillip or something. It might not be the from. memory. That might have just been what happened to um, what was his name, Brian and Jamace, uh, Co- uh, Cojan and B- 
but Dej, honestly, do you know what? An episode well, goes past, and I just I wipe it clean. I wipe <laughs> it clean. Well, I mean, it's it's in the past. Uh, but for instance, um, uh, for you, Bubba, uh, the the price could be the fact that you will never be able to play another instrument again. Right. You will completely yeah. lose your musical talent. And, uh, you know, of course, but you would be painfully aware of your lack of musical talent. And that's the, that's the rub, you see. Uh, the fellow, whatever his name was, I forgot him as well, uh, he still remembered <laughs> that he had lost someone very dear to him, but he couldn't quite remember, because that's the salt, that's the lemon in the wound, you see. You'll be painfully aware that you used to be a really great musician, but you cannot, for the life of you, do it anymore. And Hang that, on. that is the case. You are given, like, eternal life, but you are buried in the ground forever, so, you know... No... Now listen, listen, Velda's, Velda's let us know some interesting lore here. You see, everything wants a thing, alright? That's what I understand. Everything's got a motive. Mm-hmm. And demons, as you say, these they feed on sin, do they? So they would need to perpetuate a system in which people continue to sin. Now, with them two, with their alchemical lab, what they did, even though they couldn't remember who they were trying to save... They made these oozes that went on and indirectly hurt other people, and in doing so, they stole and did whatever and stuff like that, therefore creating more sin in the world. I reckon if these demons are going to put anything in front of us, it'll be the path that is to create more sin, and therefore give them more food. Yes, sin and chaos. Uh, they strive for chaos. So, uh, as you say, the blobs blobbing off. That's a good example, actually. Very astute, uh, Caragor. But yes, uh, that is more chaos within the world. It is people acting against their wishes. It is uh, uh, doing as much as they can to destabilise. So, hmm. Let's go! (laughs) (laughs) We've reached the Ross attention span limit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you Fair make enough. your way. Um, uh, just before that, yeah. uh, Jane, uh, Dan, Jane, Dan uh, how many healing potions did we get from uh, the servants? You were bought. You were bought one uh, d three lesser healing potions. Ross, would you like to roll a d three and see how many? A d four, sorry. D four, yeah. D four. Uh, four. Four. Four Ooh, lesser hey. healing potions. There you go. Yeah. Someone write them down because I haven't. Got, but yeah. Um, just before we go, uh, I just sort of like, I don't, just if she's coming by at any point during like breakfast or whatever like that, I just be like, oh, good, uh, morning, Felicia. Lovely to see you. Morning. Hello, Felicia. Listen, <laughs> listen, not when I'm doing it. You can't do it when I'm doing it, all right? We've got rules about this. No, you it's two, just, it's intimidating you, if you both do it at the same time. Come on, get, 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 go. I, I swear you two get creepier every day. <laughs> listen, I, I just, just want to I say. I loathe breakfast. Just wanted to say thank you very much for letting us stay here, and um, uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, and I just, and I know, I know it's a custom and things like that, but it's also a custom for some people to give gifts. And I've actually, uh, Caragol pulls out um, like a, 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 a jawbone of the snake that he slew in the thing. Goes, oh no, wait, 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 and then pulls out a bottle of wine instead. All oh, right, there we go. Um, here you go. I got this bottle of wine, and uh, you're a nice host, so you can have that. Thank you very much for letting us stay. We appreciate it. Thank you. I'm sure we'll we'll enjoy it. It's it's not the one from the uh, from Master the Living God, is it? <laughs> Still got like <laughs> snake brains down the side. Of it. I have on my sheet got. I, I know, do you know what, Dan? I must have foreseen this question because I've written down on my sheet. I've got bottle of wine, and then underneath that, I've got snake wine bottle, <laughs> which I've written the stats and damage next to. So, so I've got two separate ones. I'm giving the bottle of wine. You give her the bottle of wine. It's a really good bottle of wine. I do remember that. Yes, it was from the uh, from the stores in the Temple of Razmia, uh, and they were very good bottles. Just, uh, I, um, thank you very much. There you go. I, no worries. Thank you. 
I uh, go. I'm the last to leave, uh, and I no, sort I'm of give. The, I'm the last to leave. <laughs> yeah. I put. <laughs> the no, sort of I am the last to leave. He's like trying to talk to my mum, and I am. Like, go, go. Oh, it's nice. Bye. Bye, bye, mother. Goodbye, Junior. Yeah. He sort. He smiles. He walks. He turns to walk out of the front door. Stops. Turns back around and just gives her a really, really big hug. Um, I love you. I, I love you too, Junior. Be careful out there, whatever you're doing. Yes. Uh, and then he walks off. Okay. And then he walks off and joins the others. Karagor and Shania with, with this story arc have, have racked up plenty of sin for this like you guys are going to walk in they'll be like oh you guys are in credit take anything you want <laughs> yeah right <laughs> oh dear right so you make your way through the streets to where you're taken so you, went, you head to the Banshadar the Banshadar was the palace of Nex so it is a huge sprawling palace with lots of hovering towers that just float off the ground and are, some of them are connected by bridges some of them are only accessible with magic um, that sort of flow around these great onion domes and minarets floating around uh, and there are quite big houses and, and large shops around it directly opposite uh, the entrance to it uh, there are a row of um, of high-end shops uh, and sure enough in between a, a shop selling lots of ornate pieces of pottery uh, and a shop selling exotic animals there is an enormous stone building almost like a castle it has no windows it stretches up about three stories high uh, made of grey stone um, there is carved into the front of it uh, there is a huge symbol and it must be about 20 feet high this symbol of a kind of a serpentine skull with mandibles coming down the side and spikes coming off the top of it it's like a runic kind of symbol i'm gonna put this up on the social media when it comes out because it is super metal it's the sort of thing i would have worn on a necklace when i was in my new metal phase it's that kind of uh, that kind of vibe right here uh, there's probably a douchebag with a tattoo of this not a douche i shouldn't say that probably an actual fan of this game with a tattoo of this but, but this style of thing it's very <laughs> good save good save good, good save, go. good, good save there. Good this one's scene. for the douchebag <laughs> aww I was going to love it it's so cool I was getting for Drum's birthday <laughs> there is a doorway but it has no door in it it simply has a, a sort of a flap of canvas stretched across it um, and it is standing there as, as clear as anything in between two other shops in a very busy part of, um, of the town uh, it's a busy street, people are coming and going uh, no one seems to be paying it any mind can I do something uh, Fulton just stops uh, near passerby mm. and just goes, excuse me what's that, and points at the building he looks at you very strange it's a pottery shop, for goodness sake can you not see for yourself um, it just shakes your hand what the big the, the, the skull and everything he stops and kind of stares up at it for a moment um, as if and, and squints a little bit as if trying to sort of make something out and says I don't have time for this buy your own pots if you want them <laughs> and walks away bye the next yeah, is obsessed no, with pots yeah. like Jesus it's <laughs> oh. like the lifeblood of this city is pots pots <laughs> and magic <laughs> we didn't buy any caterpillars oh no I, I I think I'm not sure that would have helped uh, yeah you know I just I've been talked around no, from it no one else can see it it was a good idea it was a good idea us. you know it's I just a bad don't idea. think it would have worked that's all 
All right, fellas, see you Let's on the go. other side. I run yeah. towards the flat. <laughs> Fulton just picks up a run and runs straight at the door. Um, he bursts through the flap and disappears into the building. Bubba casually walks. Uh, <laughs> yes, I suppose. Uh, see you on the inside. Velda sort of great trepidation walks forward. And uh, well, before he gets to the door, he picks up Jin and holds him in his arm. And then, uh, and then goes in. Pick yeah, it was nice knowing you all. Here we go. She takes Philippe by the hand and they stroll in. Caragor okay, just gets a, a dirty bit of like leftover bit of papyrus and a bit of charcoal. Before he goes in, he looks ominously up at the door. He looks back down at the paper and he goes, If all else fails, don't forget. You yeeted Minmax into a river. <laughs> <laughs> folds it up and puts it in his pocket and goes ah, I'm going to kick my own door in at this rate and walks forward Beelzebub sort of stands there uh, looking at the flap and then looks back at the uh, at the market looks down at the floor looks at Jam Jam um, does Jam Jam say anything to me? Uh, Father I've, I know that I don't physically have this but I I can't help but feel I have the willies. <laughs> yeah, that is your willy. Oh, oh! I can feel it moving around inside of me, Father. I have butterflies. Uh, and then he steps in. Okay, Jam Jam follows you in as you all step through the uh, through the flap of canvas, and you find yourselves in a tent. Um, no stone walls here there are canvas walls around there are benches um, laid out where you can see various revelers um, there's about maybe about 30 people or so in here they're all gathered around different benches just sitting and drinking there is a bar at one end of it uh, and you can hear music playing faintly off um, in the background uh, as people are, are served drinks people in colourful Verisian clothing oh, that's not what I was expecting Oh, I thought it was going to be like immediately d- demons around. Hang on, it's pretty nice. Hang on, wait. Just quickly, first thing. Remember, we're all looking for the Alibrium in case we have any questions or riddles or anything like that. It's the Alibrium, right? Second thing of all, we are already facing demons. Look around. They're wearing Verisian clothing. We're nowhere near Verisia. Oh yeah. Well, you think they'd look at a detail like that, wouldn't you? Cup <laughs> demons. Hello there, demons. It's me, <laughs> your boy. <laughs> we uh, we wanted to make a deal, so can you come out and uh, do your thing? A, uh, a figure stands up from one of the benches across the room from you. Um, the figure is wearing greyish clothing, but most noticeably they have greyish skin and they are wrapped in an enormous pair of ears um, that stretches down from the top of them and winds around them like a cloak. <laughs> um, the figure steps up from the thing and looks around and says, Well, 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 I should have known that I'd find you here walking into me beer tent wanting something from old Fardeen. As Fardeen the Panotti steps out of the crowd towards you. Towards you. Yeah, you're Fardeen and I am a fucking nymph, okay? Like, shit off. 
Who's, who's this? I don't know who this is. Uh, so this is an elephant guy that like we we met ages and ages ago at a carnival when we all met actually. Yes, we made um, him cry. Yeah, and he oh, flew off. Fly? He's he's okay. He's uh, he's little shit. Caragol. Hello, mate. How are you? Caragol's so, just looking at Shania and goes, I think you're a bit of a nymph. Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, I mean, like, um, like this this guy is a lie, you know? Yeah? Who's with me? Yeah, could you just change form into something else? You don't like this form, do you, Fulton? You didn't like me when I was there. There. Oh, that's all right. That's all right, Bubba. They didn't like me much. They did. They used to make me cry. They made me. They made fun of me because I was funny looking. You know all well, about that, don't you, Beelzebub? Uh, 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 I mean, yeah. I don't know if they made fun of you. They probably had their reasons. I've been with these lads and lasses for a while, so they seem alright to me. Oh. We made. We didn't make Not fun of you because you. You ain't been with them as long as I've been with them, Bubba. We didn't make fun of you because you were funny looking. We made fun of you because you were a bit obstructive and a bit annoying. It was more of your personality more than how you looked. But still, we did and it. Was, and also, like, you how you know, how do you know my name? Like, that's weird. Yeah, because so, he's not he's so, not the actual guy. He's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. You're just a construct of my mind or whatever. Well, then let me be uh, more helpful than I was then so you don't make fun of me again. Can I get you a yak's milk? I know how much you like them. I'm not yes. sure that we need Jack's milk now. Look, Do we need Jack's milk? I, 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 I guess hate this is part Jack's of the pleasantries. Oh, right. is, just, do you know what I mean? Is that, I can't is stand like the it, rest but. of the tent still talking, or is it like all have they all disappeared and it's just him, or is it all still they're all still people in there? The, give us perception check, Fulton. Natural twenty. Yeah. Okay. Natural twenty. Oh, I've got a natural twenty-two. All right. No need. Put my die down. So that is enough to know that they are talking. But as you really, as you try and listen in on the conversation, you realise that it's like they're speaking in tongues. They're talking in a Verisian accent, but they're not actually saying anything. They're just making background noise uh, to each other and kind of. And as you watch, you see that some of them are kind of repeating the same sort of motions um, as they go through it. Are they rhubarb rhubarbing in our scene? Rhubarb <laughs> rhubarbing your scene. Yes. Yeah. Um, I relay this to the team. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, thank that, you, yeah. uh, lover. We'd probably me. I'd love a yak's milk if that's part of the thing. What should we call you? You can call me anything you want. Call me Fardine if you like. We're all friends here. Uh, but but you're not Fardine, so um, I'm not going to call you that. Okay, I'm going to call you uh, Liar Guy. How's that? <laughs> yeah, Fardine looks at you with a big smile and says, "That sounds lovely." gives you a nice grin um, and then goes over to the bar um, and takes a, a, a tray and brings back a tray of uh, of yak, what look like yak's milks there's drink up uh, thank you Farmine um, <laughs> if we drink this does it curse our soul to an unending torment of pain and avoid uh, for the rest of our lives 
Ah, uh, you've you've mistaken the situation here, Carragher. You think that I'm here to tell you things. I'm not here to tell you anything. You're just here to act how you wish to act and see what comes of it. We're uh, all just lost in the current right now. Fulton said just abruptly stands up puts his like fist on the and slams it on the table and goes look we want the alibrium you slam your on the table uh, and all of the lights go out um the whole room goes completely dark um and you find just you feel um you, you sort of shift your feet you feel there's not grass under your foot anymore but there's stone under your feet uh and you as you listen you can hear the sound of shuffling feet kind of out in the darkness but it is completely pitch black here uh, so those with dark vision can see um, a little you can see sort of stone archways around you um, as you kind of blink out all of the tables everything in the tent has gone you're somewhere you guess would be like a dungeon you're underground somewhere you can see ancient passageways around you and in your head you can hear the sound of things moving in the darkness feet walking slowly around Whoa! I got fists of darkness. Uh, guys, <laughs> guys. Yeah, we are here. Yes, I, I can't really see anything. <clears throat> I can see some archways around uh, the edges, just about. Um, uh, oh, I've got a dark vision. I don't know why I'm seeing guys. <laughs> no, no, you're uh, literally the one who can try, see. Here, try smashing like the floor again, Fulton, and seeing if the lights come back on. Uh, I jump up and I try and do like a little stomp on the on the ground. Jump and you jump up and down on the ground, uh, and from within the uh, from within the darkness, you hear a shh. Do you want them to hear you? Who is that? Oh, you I keep just... your mouths shut while you're down here, bitches. <laughs> Guys, we're still in the quiz. We never left the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> We've been in the quiz this entire time. <laughs> Um, Demon quiz. Chappy. Caragor goes, uh, Mr. Liar Guy, do I still get me yak's milk? Or um, is that gone now? Is it region dependent? This is, your yak's milk is in your hands. Why don't you enjoy it? I'm going to make a little guess here. You shouldn't really drink the yak's milk. It's probably not a good idea. Yeah, what he said, yeah. I mean, it's rank anyway. Why are you showing us things from our past? Why don't you give us the Elibrium? Why do you want the Elibrium? Doesn't matter why we want it, but we want it. Oh, do you and know we're this willing guy to well? pay. You know this guy as well, do you? Yeah, can you take us to the Elibrium, please? Poor. Oh, yeah, sorry. This guy, he's like a weird... He looks like the guy from Breaking Bad, the little... Uh, and he's, like, miserable. His What's name's... Breaking Bad, Fulton? Oh, it's a play <laughs> that I saw about a man who, like, loses... Uh, he, he gets a terminal illness, and then he decides to create Shiver. Uh, and then he he's involved in the whole shiver trade. There's like it's a it's a really long play. Yeah, you have to go back like three times. I'll never get a big city transfer. Subject matter is way too dark. I can't see that catching on with the populace that are generally quite <laughs> happy with themselves. Um, hey, um, hey, listen, liar guy. Um, 
just uh oh yeah sorry Bobber. he's a I think he's a dusk warden I think uh to help Got us it. get into Kermarga um through a dark tunnel of horrible beasties and monsters um but it was quite rude about things and he ended up getting eaten didn't you Maybe he bitch. could lead us to the uh, Elysium then, if he knows what's going on. If he's it, a guy, it's going to me. Elysium, no, sorry. Elysium's a different thing. Yeah, yeah, I was getting confused. It's all right. Well, you best step this way then, haven't you, bitches? But remember, it's best to be quiet. It's a dark places. Uh, and uh, you see a, a lantern light up at the end and start making its way out of the room um, and uh, through one of the passageways. Caragor, you look down at the uh, the mug in your hand, um, at the yak's milk, and the yak's milk looks back at you uh, as an eyeball just opens in the yak's in, in your cup, staring back up at you. Drink it, drink it, drink it, drink it. <laughs> I'm not that. I mean, I'm. I do like taking in, you know, regional delicacies, and if this is a new spin on it, it's, I'm just gonna hold on to it a little bit longer, see if it grows any more eyes. Um, <laughs> well, I tell you what. One thing we do know, it's pasteurized. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Library um, optimism nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't take my thing. This is—is is that the thing that I've got to give up? Is it in order to get the Librium? Pass my thing on to Velda Cairnblight. <laughs> That'll be a mighty prize. Well, hey, yeah. um, yeah. What I was going to say. Oh, yeah, no, so Caragor just walks forward like Trailer Park Boys, yeah. like just holding his cup of drink, <laughs> just carrying it with him. Excellent. Uh, you follow the voice of Chappie LaRue through the, vo- uh, through the room uh, and find yourself stepping out into a, uh, into a lavishly decorated temple. Um, you can see a great symbol of uh, a great mask of Razmir hanging up on one of the walls and there are pews uh, just stretching away as far as you can see. This is far bigger than the, um, uh, than the chapel in the Temple of Razmir. This is like a cathedral of Razmir uh, that you've stepped uh, into. Uh, as you step in there, you just hear another voice saying, Very sorry that uh, you haven't noticed, known anyone so far, Baba. Perhaps Aww. this will be a little yes, better. Yes, someone I know. As, uh, as Krant, old Krant from the Temple of Razmir with his Why can pot you belly be the David and his, Bowie guy? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, steps out. Um, I thought you were his guy, Fulton. I was until I killed him. Yes, you did. Kill a lot of people who are your friends, do you? Uh. Well, if it's... Uh, no, I don't kill these five. Not yet, anyway. Six, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you no, there's never... five of us and one of you, so six of us, yeah. But you would know uh, Beelzebub as well. Yeah, yeah, but when you're pointing at us, there's five of us. No, but I'm including myself. <laughs> All right, so you don't kill yourself. Yeah, I like that. Oh, <laughs> um, you're, you're your own best friend. Hey. I so, Krent, I saw you die, so I know you're not real. Yeah. You all killed me. I remember. Well, Carragher killed you. I, I mean, yeah. Danny Carragher did, really. I see you. I see you, liar guy. I killed you. And given the same context, the same options, and the same outcomes, I would do it again. You are a bad person, you are part of a bad cult. And this, Caragor leans back and looks around. This hardly qualifies as sin. 
So whatever you're going to throw at us, you're going to have to start thinking better than this. Yes. You make a good point. Here. Let's get to the bottom of why you're here. Yeah, yeah finally. Okay, good. He hold, raises his hand and he, uh, the ground in front of him seems to melt away um, and a desk just rises up through the, uh, through the, uh, the stone as if emerging from water uh, until it forms there and you just see the desk's feet just turn and just clamp as if it's gripping the stone. Um, he turns uh, and sits and as he does a stool just slithers its way out of the ground behind him. So it says, So... Why have you come for my library? That 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 was very, that was well cool. What he did, Felder. Can you that, do any of that? That was uh, no, no, I can't. No, that was, that was so very cool. David Lynch. Yeah, we are looking for the Elysium. The Elibrium. Elibrium. That's you know what, what I fucking said. Elibrium. <laughs> did she we, drink her yak's milk? <laughs> I, think she, I think she drank all the yak's milk. We would no like yak's milk. Yes, we would like the Elibrium. <laughs> we would like the Elibrium. Please. You want some knowledge from the library of Abraxas? Yes. Well, this you place... just need to answer a simple question. Why? To save the world. Good answer. No, it's not. That's a relative. Everyone wants the world in a different way. Saving the world just means making the world the way you want it to be. Everyone does that all the time. They take little actions to make the world how they would like it to be. That's saving the world to everyone. Saving the world doesn't mean anything. All right. Do you really want it? We would like to stop widespread destruction on a massive scale. He looks at you and says, But why? It's so we w- unlike you. Because we want to be heroes. Just for one day. You can speak for yourself there, okay? Yeah, as I'm not. Yeah, the the tag isn't really. I'm not that bothered about the title, but um, I would still like to stop widespread destruction. And why is a very good question. And being as we're all being very philosophical about this, then you know there are people that don't deserve destruction wrought upon them, and I'd like to avert that if possible. I would say, yeah, protecting the innocent. That would be maybe an answer. You're the one to protect the innocent, are you? Oh, we. We did not choose this, honestly, mate. We did. Let me tell you, we did not. This was not the thing. We started at a carnival, getting drunk. I tell you what, I was a showgirl. Um, I was having a great time, and then this just all fell in our laps. You know, consequence and fate and things like that. I don't really know, but we didn't choose mm. it. Chaos. This has been opposed upon us. I know it very well. You react to the world as you find it around you. You lash out when you think it's lashing at you, and you leave behind that which you don't want to take with you. You could very well work here sometimes for some of the things that you've done. It's very simple to find the book. If you want the Elibrium, it's just through that elevator over there points um, at the uh, at a, a wall and there's a ping 
uh, and stone just slides away and you can see a metal look a metallic elevator hanging there and what will you want in return don't worry we can discuss that if you find it and all of us can go in this elevator or yes as long as you haven't had a big breakfast (laughs) 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 haven't had too much chili have you (laughs) I mean I'd like to know the terms of this deal before we go into the lift really Um, if you're going to take something from us it'd be good to know before we go up there and go and get the book what do you reckon and also uh, this will surely benefit you because uh, as you know we're trying to stop the whispering tyrant and surely if the world is overrun by undead, then uh, the undead are not chaotic. They are orderly. They are the same. The undead do not sin. So surely you'd like us to stop that. Tell me about the whispering tyrant. Um, peep, uh, whispers? Uh, yeah, it's just, just this guy, you know, lives on an island and then... Got you know started his own undead like fan club and started using them to attack people. Yes, he wishes yeah. to to uh, eradicate all life and make them his undead minions, um, plunging the world into a uh, well. Yes, but why will you finding this book stop him? Because we've got a p- thing. We've got a thing that will enable us to defeat this. My person. How fascinating. He says, leaning across the desk. That, um, it is, isn't it? Because you know what? We said this very same thing to the Pathfinder Society, and I tell you what, they thought it was they thought it was just run of the mill. They had seven of these stories a bloody week. The Pathfinders don't, don't know what they don't know. That's the thing. A breakfast. <laughs> Keep this library, but this is a library of secrets. The only things we keep here are things that aren't known by anyone. So when there's something that we don't know, we recognise it. If you're looking to take a secret from us, that's fine. Maybe you'll be leaving a secret of equal value with us. Regardless, it's a library. We have a community obligation. You found your way here. There's no charge just for looking. And there's nothing down that elevator that you're not already taking with you. All right. So, guys, should we yeah, go? Yeah, okay, let's go. Come right. this far, I suppose. Yes, let us go. Wait, 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 wait. Are there some stairs instead? You wouldn't want to take the path where you're going no? a very, very long way down. All right. We I'm all just getting the elevator. Let's go. Yeah. You get in the elevator and pull the thing shut. There's a shuddering of clockwork mechanics and the the elevator begins shaking and then begins trundling downwards. Um, You start to think this elevator feels weirdly familiar. 
feels like you've been in something like this before it just goes down and down and down through the earth um, it doesn't pass any other floors on the way it's just bare stone as you go down and down um, until finally with a shuddering clank after a couple of for a few minutes seems like forever it just shudders to a stop uh, and the doors hiss open and you can see a uh, you can see a large room in front of you, a huge cavernous room that just seems to stretch away into the distance. Um, at the very far side of it, you think you can see a closed door. But the room itself appears to be empty and wreathed in shadow. Looks like that's the door we need then. I step forward and I kick that door. Okay, you step out into the thing. So this is a huge room, so it takes you a little while to walk across it. It's like a huge cavernous thing. You can see the door on the far side. Um, and as you start to walk forwards, you start to think you can hear, think you can just start to see shadows out the corners of your eyes as you're making your way um, across. Um, and you're looking around, you see figures um, get and give me some perception checks to see what you can see. Oh, oh wow! Velda uh, got a ten, so uh, he's pretty much got his eyes closed. Twenty-five for Fulton. Maybe not the worst plan, Velda. Twenty-five for Fulton. Twenty-three. Yeah, twenty-three as well. Sixteen. Um, you see, you notice lots of shadows, kind of on the periphery of the darkness that seem to be some of them kind of appear to peer out at you some of them um, don't and uh, you notice suddenly closer to you than it should be you should have noticed someone approaching into the light um, but there is a girl approaching um, about halfway across the room walking towards you all she's wearing a blue dress um, she is a Verizian girl of about 17 who you recognise as Ica um Says, Shania, Shania, you. What you, are you doing here? You, you lied to me, Shania. You said that you weren't a monster, but look what you did. We, we were hurt because of you. You took us away. You took. You gave me drink and, you made me fight with Travis and then they the. The men came and they hurt us and they killed him and I wanted to kill him and I I have never stopped wanting to kill him. I will never stop wanting to kill people like that. You are not real, okay? So uh, just go and do whatever business you, you wish to do, okay? You are not real. Can the rest of us hear this? Yes. Um, Karagor steps over and interposes himself between Ica and Shania um, and says... Um, you, no, you fought with Travis because you're a teenager. You got angry at someone who tried to kill you. That's legitimate. That's not even a sin. And it, the, the whole reason there was someone there to kill you in the first place or to try and hurt you in the first place was my fault, not Shania's. All right, so if you're going to target someone, target me. But all the rest, that's just that's that's just people being people. You don't need to feel bad for wanting a bit of vengeance against someone who tormented you. You don't need to feel bad for having a bit of a go at your adoptive father. It's not your fault either. Yeah, it's quite a speech, says a voice uh, from the other side. You turn around and Grandma Boots is walking from the darkness. Nielsy Boob, uh, 
It's a shame you can't make a speech like that, isn't it? You just don't have the words. It's not your fault, you know. I mean, myself, I took you in, but you know that I never expected anything from you. Nobody ever does expect anything from you. Your friends don't either. That way, they're not disappointed when you let them down like you always do. Beelzebub's not saying anything, but just looking at the floor. Here, Beelzebub, Beelzebub, remember, that's not real. Yeah? Everybody here has met some people as we're walking along. They're not real. So whatever she's saying, it doesn't matter. She's playing on your emotions, mate. And more importantly, you have not let us down, you know? I think ever since you got us here, you have done nothing but good work. So uh, remember, that is... That is what the truth is, and uh, and this mind trickery uh, away with it. Yeah, I know you a long time, Beelzebub, and I know you're stronger than this. And yeah. actually, Grandma Boots, a liar guy, Beelzebub and I went into space lately. But you've never done that, have you? Oh yeah, you heard a voice from behind. Uh, as you see a halfling, you see Pumpy Scripts approaching holding a broken instrument says oh yeah bubba yeah nothing's real is it nothing's real when it when it matters to you you don't want stuff to be real so you just walk away from it you left me you did bubba you remember yeah, that that's right. just a handful yeah. of coins and a see you later after all those years we have you never cared what happened to me i just ain't convenient to you no more that's what you were thinking in it I mean, if you were pumpy, I'd tell you that I cared too much. I cared too much about myself to have you in my life. Yeah, that's it. You care about yourself. You don't care about nothing else, do you? I care about these people around me. Uh, you become aware, all of you, of torches beginning to light around the periphery of the room of lots and lots of torches. Uh, and just in the, uh, in the background, you can just hear the sound of feet beginning to stamp uh, just getting gradually louder and louder and you can hear a crowd somewhere far off that seem to be getting closer that all start chanting Storm the stacks! Storm the stacks! Storm the stacks for the king of the rats! Storm the stacks! Storm the stacks! And the, you see uh, pitchforks silhouetted against the window as the, uh, the, torch, as the torches light up. Uh, as these figures seem to be getting closer um, you hear another voice call out as I'm so- sorry Dark Michael's quality adventuring goods it's not open today folks I'm afraid uh, we're just turning away I'm just I'm just waiting for my best friend Velda he's gonna come back he's coming back to to spend time with me we're spending some time together he's coming over and uh, and we're gonna hang out because he said he was coming back and uh, and he's not a liar folks I'm not closing for no reason he's not a liar because if he's a liar then I'm a fool and uh, and he's just like everybody else and that's not true because he's my friend he's not a liar I mean, <laughs> he's not right i mean you know I, I i know you're not real but uh, you are a fool um but <laughs> you're still a fool that i would have spent an evening with and uh, and you know i'm still available to make that promise i haven't gone anywhere but uh, you know saving the world and all that shit it's a bit more important uh, so sorry <laughs> dark michael um but you know still still got it in my diary Somewhere. Felder, did you did you make a promise to Dark Michael? I can't remember. 
probably. Um, <laughs> he was very sort of like I actually, you know, I, I quite like him as I said. But um, uh, yes, we we were we had to flee flee for our lives, and so I wasn't really going to go back and say I'm terribly sorry. Let's arrange another time where I can come round and have a drink. You know, sorry, Dark Michael. The, uh, You're looking well, the though. Ground. Looking well. <laughs> the ground begins to shake at the stamping uh, of the feet uh, and you see as it shudders and it moves you can see mounds beginning to um, rise up from the ground mounds of broken bodies bits of armour and shattered weapons um, and dead faces bones and things lying as they just begin to rise up um, around you and you keep hearing storm the stacks storm the stacks uh, and in the background you can start to hear gunshots um, and the sound of crossbows going off we should probably leave oh no that was me yes yes Fulton it was yeah let's keep going towards that door come on Fulton Fulton. do not get trapped by this okay it's a trick of the mind okay do not worry about it Fulton stops at the doorway looks back you keep running but the doorway seems to be getting further away as you run across this as you all break into a run to start making your way across um as you're running, you look and see a figure sat on one of the um, uh, see a figure sat on one of the piles of bones. Uh, as you're going past, he just calls out, "Hello, short sword. Could be over now. You knew, didn't you? You suspected way back then what was going to happen. You could have stopped it if you'd said something back in Belkson. You could have put a stop to all of it. We wouldn't have been enemies." None of us, we'd all still be alive. What? You could have said, but you didn't. What should I have said? You, you tell wanted me. it to happen. You wanted us to be betrayed. You wanted a cause you always have. Drop in between place, killing folk what meet them. All you want is a reason to fight. I'm wanting a reason to fight also isn't a sin either. In fact, that's probably something that'll direct you further away from sin. You're the one that joined a cult. An evil cult, and you did that knowingly. Uh, You could have left it with me, though. If you'd let me keep it, if you'd let me keep that shard, the tyrant would be dead by now. But you couldn't, because you thought only you could save it. You thought only you could save the world. You wouldn't leave it to anyone else to do it. And now we're here. Freya Axborn. I know I can't save it myself. And I have left it to someone else. I've left it to this lot all around me. I've left it to the Danger Club. Look at me, Freya Axborn. I trust them more than I've ever trusted you. Now fuck off. The, uh, nice. the figures seem to be getting closer. The torches seem to close in. You race past Freya Axborn and forwards until you pull up short in the middle of the room where there is, there is a figure on its knees. There is a young man in his late teens on his knees crawling towards you, holding his stomach as if trying to hold in um, a horrible wound on his chest. You can see there's just blood dripping through his fingers. Uh, as he crawls towards you, you can just hear his voice saying, Come on, Jethro. You can do it. Just get up. You've got to get back. You've got to get back to your dad. Just look him in the eyes. Maybe he'll, he'll let you live. He's going to let you live. You don't have to fight anymore, Jethro. 
and he just pulls himself up holding his uh, stomach blood pouring from it and then looks up directly at all of you his eyes fixed on the bat the axe on fulton in fulton's hands and he just goes no i'll kill him and he stretches out his arms and the bones and the weapons and armor flying onto Jethro's body from all around, wrapping around his torso, his legs, his arms, knives and blades stretching out, covering his whole body until he rises up and towering over you is an enormous creature made of junk. It looks down at you, it roars with a flaming maw, and that is where we leave it for tonight. No, nicely done. Nicely done. Revenge of the junk golem. Junk golem. The Discord is just going to be full of people like I don't know what half of those things are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the Discord's going to be full of people being like they have had enough time to get fucking bludgeoning weapons by now. Yeah. (laughs) But did we get any adamantium? No. You still haven't got any fucking adamantium. (laughs) Still haven't got any. This week's episode was made possible by our patrons, and especially our Dangerling of the Week, Veyron. Veyron, 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 they run, they run, who runs Veyron? Who runs Veyron, 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 Veyron. To get your name on the show, go to patreon.com forward slash Danger Club Podcast. Hello, Dangerlings. I know we keep going on about our Patreon, but seriously, it is brilliant, honestly. Uh, we did this thing called, a uh, bit of extra content, we did this thing called Danger Recall once a week where we talk about all the old episodes that we've created and what are like behind the scenes, facts, and we deep dive on little things that we talk about. It's even got its own theme tune. Like, anyway, look, we thought we'd give you a little five-minute taster. Why not? This is last week's episode where we talk about episode 21 Carpe Diem. Go and check it out. It's brilliant. Uh, We've got Dan, James, Ross and myself on this episode. Have a little listen. Episode 21 of Danger Recall, where we talk about episode 21 of the Danger Club podcast. If you don't like it, well, then you can go away and then come back again and listen to this episode because we love you don't go away don't go anywhere dangerous we want to embrace you we want to cuddle you like a kitten we want to go oh you're so lovely and squeeze you but not too hard because you're too nice and fragile oh my name's colin hubbard i am going to be your host where we talk about the old news show danger recall and with me today i have my guests Ross, hey, that other voice you can hear is James Lockhart. Hello. And also Mr. Dan Thompson. Hello, everyone. I want to cuddle you like many, many kittens. All right, stop, because we do a little intro here. M sort of freestyles, a bit of vanilla ice, ice, a baby. Do you think I've deep dived on this? I don't know if you have deep-dived on vanilla Uh, ice before. Of course I have. Uh, uh, Well, I have today anyway. Uh, Vanilla ice. Ice, ice, baby. Use the baseline from under pressure. 
by Queen. Um, if you don't know who Queen are, then uh, get a life. Uh, we. Uh, <laughs> it was initially released as a B-side. I didn't know this. So Ice Ice Baby was released as a B-side to uh, Vanilla Ice's song Play That Funky Music. One of Vanilla mm-hmm. Ice's uh, cover songs. He obviously raps and then uses that as the chorus. Um, but then when DJ David Morales, big famous DJ at the time, played, uh, still famous as well, played Ice Ice Baby, it began to gain success. And now Ice Ice Baby is the first hip-hop song to top the Billboard Hot 100. Ice's real name is Robert Van Winkle. <laughs> I can see why you he changed that. Why that's, change uh, that? That's, that's the best stage name. We've, uh, we go on this new uh, adventure, which was voted by Dangerlings. Um, and we talk a little bit about alignments. I'm not going to go into that too much, but we talk about that quite a bit. Um, we, this is the first, we have our first tweet us. Uh, yeah, this is our first tweet us we are because we've said oh maybe give us a tweet or something like that to people but this is the first tweet us uh can we remember who it is i know dan's listened to this episode do you Uh, remember who it is james and ross i scott you think we said tweet us scott why why i thought who said who said it as in like uh oh is it is it Oh, is it tweet us um, Iron Man it's not or tweet Iron us Robbie Man. Downey Jr no it's not Robbie Downey Jr that comes uh, way later uh, it was, was me who said it I am so happy it was me Dangerlings I'm so happy that I started this trend <laughs> I said tweet us and the first one one the one that we get first is are you doing Bowie it, though oh no, it's <laughs> David Bowie is it Stephen King no Stephen King is not uh, uh, it's come it's out of Stephen King not. is it France no, it's not. Are we going to keep a record of who we've asked to tweet us? This, this is what this is what it is. I say Plato. If you want to email or tweet us, that's the first tweet us, right? So right. it's Plato uh-huh. first. Right. Dan, are you keeping a list of this, or is just someone else? I, I am not keeping a list of this one. I've got no. a list somewhere on my phone of our of our list of beefs from ages back. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, this is the beefs. Uh, so beef. this is the this is the tweet us. From right. starting from here. Here we go. Um, I don't know where I'm going to keep this list because I've got everything I'll open. I'll do it. All right, Ross is going to do it. Even though he might not be here on different episodes, we'll get someone else to do it as we go along. So the first tweet is... the shared folder. Yeah. First tweet was Plato. Second one was Nietzsche. And then we're going to add Stephen King to that because he's got loads of grief from us. Um, and then, uh, James, you say, uh, it, oh, this is going to be misery for him. Ooh. Oh, actually, no, that was me. And then you say, oh, this is it, or something like that. It's really good. Um, we start the episode 24. We started 24 minutes late, actually. Uh, but I think it was a nice reflection, and we did all those alignments. It was a really good like uh, chat, actually. It was like doing a danger recall within the episode. It was kind yeah. of fun. And I seem to remember there was, a, there was a sort of almost conscious decision to do that because we just finished Murder's Mark. So we yeah. were like, let's have a bit of a longer chat about what had gone on and things like that we thought it would be quite nice the, the, lobby, the lobby music went like seven times round or something so it was <laughs> it was kind of maddening uh, at the end yeah, uh, yeah. looking back on it I probably would have changed that uh, the day is ours that's what we get given us the sentence Dan used and <sighs> bloody hell do we use it I have never um, regretted a phrase more than the day is yours uh, <laughs> that was I should say I, we didn't say this hard. carpe diem is Latin for seize the day that's, yeah, that's what we're right. that's what the episode is about 
Um, I, l- I yeah, like sorry, that we'll do a deep dive in explaining what the Avengers are, but I'd be like, oh, but you know Latin, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Now, we don't role-play breakfast. If we were doing this game today, we would role-play breakfast, man. I tell you, mm. because, you know... Oh my goodness, we miss going out for breakfast. Um, we really do. So we would do that. We have the, we invent the Danger Club sandwich that we don't actually go into. Um, we're all, uh, we talk about burning a tent. Um, so we, we that's where that comes from. Someone says, "Oh, let's go and burn Velda's tent." Um, there's a poster behind someone saying <laughs> "cathartic," and Fulton reads that and says it. <laughs> and Carrigal's like, "What did you just say?" And he's like, "Oh, it's on that poster over there." He's doing it like a, a big like a Kaiser Soze <laughs> like moment. There, <laughs> I this this pub just has a big poster that just says "catharsis." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, uh, yeah, um, Carrigal says, I don't want to jump a shark. Actually, let's go and jump a shark. Uh, and then we go to see Veldane. She's questioning her whole life. She's like, I don't know if I should be a sheriff anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because we've just like exposed the fact that she's a shit. Um, she's a shit sheriff. She was a um, shit sheriff. Like her she... town was riddled with, yeah. with troubles and drug problems. Yeah. And like, you know, it's like in a city, like, you know, sort of Los Angeles in this tiny little coastal village. You're like, what, what are you doing? There you go, Dangerlings. Little taster of that. If you uh, like what you hear, go over to Patreon and uh, check out the other rewards that we've got going. Thank you very much. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode and the little taster. And, you know, we'll, we'll, you can, you know, tune in next week. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.